And Franklin, it goes back to you. Okay. Um, so I have a quick question about the eruption sphere ability. Please, go ahead. So in the power description, the power is as blast, extra as area, yes. uh, an area, and then status effect. So looking through, so the thing is, is that when I did it the first time, it was basically, oh, you create the explosion. Yes. And then like all it really does is the reflex save. But the blast ability, like on its sense and out of what I can build based off of the damage type, like indicates that it also makes an attack. Uh, normally, yes. But when an when an ability is given the area extra, uh, you no longer roll the attack. Whoever is caught in like the area of effect has to roll uh, their own save to try and dodge it. It's in the same way that you don't have to aim a grenade at every single person caught in its blast radius. So I'm trying to think, like, because if it could do damage, I could just throw another eruption sphere into that big old pile of locusts and hopefully singe some of them to sort of, like, lessen the swarm. You I, absolutely could. I, I mean, or you could let me just put another big cloud of fiery gas in the way. Mm, that's true. Maybe uh, we should also prioritize getting civilians out of the plaza. Well, if they're not out of the plaza by now, I don't know how much more we can sort of justify getting them out. Mm -hmm. Um, no, the giant isn't running away, unfortunately. Am I able to get, like, onto the giant's foot with a move action, or would I have to spend, like, a whole action to do that? No, you, you can easily get a move, use a move action to get onto the giant's foot. Okay, because I'm thinking at this point it might be the best of just, like, okay, uh, like, Tony works crowd control, uh, Quincy does whatever the hell Quincy's doing. And then me and Adam kind of shadow of the Colossus, this uh, hill giant, until it at least, you know, stops. Yes, okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, I am going to attempt to... Uh, so I'm going to basically run over to where the giant is. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to use, like, the uh, claws and bite ability that I get from the ghoul to kind of, like, latch on to one of its feet. Yep. And for an attack, I'm going to use my uh, Wraith Touch on the uh, the giant. Okay. Um. Yeah. Roll me. Um. Roll me an attack roll, please. Do I get a bonus from this thing being like several times my size? Yes. It uh, is how very. Much? Um. I have reduced his defense accordingly to match his increased size. Okay. So, he is... so that is. All right. So then, does a 14 hit? Absolutely, it does. Okay, so he takes, what's rank seven damage again? Uh, that would be 5d6. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, he takes 21 damage. Ooh, and, excellent. Uh, he has to roll a DC 17 roll against stun. I take it, this sounds like a fortitude saving throw. Okay, so. Yes. Let me just double check. Uh, oh. yeah, fortitude. Okay, he barely fails that. So, right. um, so what you're using wraith touch? You said yes. So okay. he is dazed. Which... Okay, so yeah, running up to this thing, claws and fangs bared, you leap onto its foot and turning one hand completely incorporeal. You basically, with no other way to attack it, you just ghost into your hand into its ankle and you just, uh, yeah, just spread this, you know, this 
chilling touch from beyond the grave into what you can hopefully assume is the closest thing to an artery in its foot. And you just grab hold and you squeeze. And it's as if the giant suddenly makes, uh, yeah, it's as if the giant feels it and clutches at its leg, just uh, its uh, hands immediately twitching and spasming as its face goes weirdly rigid and its body seems to lock up just and yeah it looks as though you have not only dealt it damage but you have also ensured that uh yeah it its abilities are hampered in the coming combat rounds so question how much did it fail the uh the roll by the the stun roll it barely failed it was only by a single pull okay uh so it is dazed and uh, dazed means that it can take no actions. Oh, wow. So you've just paralyzed it. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, for one round. Yeah, for, for one, one round. round. One round is fantastic. So yeah, so. this thing's having some like flashbacks of its life, you know, growing up. And it's just kind of having this like brush with death. Okay. So um, that's, yeah, seems like it. So... Meanwhile, uh, the enormous ball of locust floats further into the plaza. Um, not like it seems to sense this roiling mass of heat that Tony has created, so it's not coming any closer. But you can see that the clouds of locusts are going around the edges of the plaza. Uh, two of them seem to have found some people on the ground and are completely surrounding them. And you can immediately hear screams and yells of panic as the people over there are just, ah, ah, get away, get away. And presumably they are being swarmed and bitten by uh, respectively hundreds of locusts. And meanwhile, uh, the other two swarms have found a pair of broken windows in the plaza and have swarmed inside. And you can hear more screams coming up from both of those as well. And then it goes to Tony. Well, my plan was to fry the bugs, but I can't exactly do that while they're swarming humans. So Mm. uh, selective air bursts. No, it's not not how that works. That's not how the power works. Uh, uh, the, oh wait, well, could, wait, couldn't you I, use the, the just the wind power to blow them away? Yeah, uh, I guess I could just use air control. Um, you have a set of bellows. Yeah, uh, you don't have to shoot a- angry fire at people. Yep. Um. Yeah. Sure. I will. Um. Yeah. Just go over to the the people I can see and use yep. the bellows on them to just toss the the insects away. There's one fellow nearby, uh, seen, yeah, roughly humanoid silhouette in this cloud of bugs that you can make a movement action to get over to. Sure. Okay, and I believe you you have to roll a power check for this? Uh, let me double check how air control works. It has been a little while since I built this power. Uh, it's all good. Um, uh, no, mm-hmm. I do not. Oh, no. No, he doesn't need to make a, a roll. It just oh, okay. No attack so, roll requires his air roll is a perception range ability. The target oh. makes a strength or dexterity check uh, against the the result of your air control check. So I roll with plus my ranks of air control, and they roll ah, plus strength or dexterity. Ha- have these okay. locusts been to the gym recently? <laughs> <laughs> I will say no, Joey. They have not. So wow. uh, I think by default they're going with dexterity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you get, John? Um, or... I, uh, I got a, uh, 15. Okay, they rolled a 17. 
So, uh, because... So you get onto the side of the locust, and you begin pumping your bellows frantically, but despite the... Uh, but despite the gust that you have, there is actually... Yeah, just a nearby car that a bunch of them begin to congregate under, and the ones that are still biting the guy are, like, digging their uh, pincers and their legs into him and are just still clinging to him, and he is just still screaming despite your best efforts to dislodge all of these insects. And from there, it is going to go to the giant's turn, but because he's dazed, he can't do anything. Yeah. So I will say uh, they still retain their dodge bonus for defense, but that's it. Okay, so but yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he is having uh, a moment. Yes, uh, he is trying to still dislodge you, Franklin. But yeah, he is just straining against you, and you know you can't hold him for much longer, like literal seconds. But it is enough to be able to deny him this round of combat. So, and then it goes to Quincy's turn. Uh, so, Quincy, you arrive back in the plaza. All right. So from behind, you hear a bell of uh, a bike uh, bell ringing. Um, and Quincy is fly, is uh, we, going much faster than you would have expected mm. um, on the bike when he seems to have a large backpack on with a um, uh, and uh, it's almost like it looks like a uh, like a backpacker's backpack. Okay. Uh, and uh, he, as he pulls up, um, he says, <sighs> "All right." Um, uh, and he pulls the backpack off and then empties it out. Um, and you see uh, various things uh, pop out, um, but one of them being a fire hose. Um, and he looks around and gets an appraised, appraisal of the area and says, hmm, probably a good idea. Um, and he walks over to the um, uh, fire hydrant that's nearby, and he's just yep. going to knock the cap off with his super strength. Okay, so yeah, you go over to the fire hydrant and uh, yeah, you just give it like a bit of a love tap and it immediately just like water goes spraying everywhere. Yeah, um, Quincy is then going to attach the hose and start uh -huh. spraying at uh, the insects that aren't, but like are all the insects on top of people? Are there any um, that are loose? Uh, yes, all of the insects that are in the plaza seem to be on top of people. Okay, then and I'm I will say that you are close enough to begin hosing down the ones that Tony was unable to dislodge. Okay, uh, is there a way for me to do that without hurting anyone? Because this is a fire hose. Um, I will say that... Uh, uh, fire hose's mm pressure is controlled by the, uh, the hydrant. You can actually adjust it at the hydrant, Joey. Cool, yeah. I'm going to keep it uh, uh, powerful enough to knock somebody over, but not enough to, like seriously hurt anyone and i'm gonna try to aim away if there are any like old people <laughs> mm -mm. uh but yes i think they would rather be on the ground with water on them than covered in locusts so i'm gonna i'm just gonna start blasting mm -hmm. so then i started blasting yeah that's pretty much okay so yeah um suddenly uh tony there do was want, a do you want me to make an attack roll or something um i will say because you have spent so much time getting this thing ready and because, like, a fire hose, uh, with your strength, it is not that difficult to control. I will say for the purpose of this combat and stuff that using, by spending an action to use the fire hose, you can basically dispel the insects. Sure. Or, yeah, just drown them all, more or less. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, Tony, there is a gush, uh, gushing noise from beside you, and a stream of water just completely inundates the man. And despite the fact that he's still writhing and thrashing around, you can see that, like, uh, in the deluge of water are suddenly hundreds of, 
like uh, drowning and uh, just drenched locusts that are too wet to be able to fly that are just wriggling and writhing about on the ground. And or, you look dead, over, or dead because they got hit with high pressurized water. Yeah, and you look over and you see that Quincy's there uh, and he's got a fire hose that he's attached to a fire hydrant. Tony gives a thumbs up. Okay, so with that, I understand then... this is the human symbol of a good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tony, hey, that wasn't in the manual. You take a look back at uh, Quincy and the human device that apparently is a reservoir for endless water. Hmm, that's interesting. Oh yeah, decanters of endless water. I was wondering if you guys had those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, and in public too. Very, very convenient. Okay, uh, then after that, it's going to go from Quincy to Adam. Okay. Uh, the giant's having a moment. Yes, I am very grateful for this opportunity. Uh, Adam is going to <clears throat> clear his throat, square his shoulders, whew, take a deep breath, and then uh, take a running jump off of the roof. Yes. Aiming for the back of the giant's neck and slam down into it. Uh with his fist. Okay, uh, roll me on a, a melee attack roll, please. Okay. Um, do I get any modifiers for the giant being paralyzed? Um, it's not. Dazed. So, like, the thing is, it can still do stuff, but it's not. It's like paralyzed. rubbing its eyes, essentially. I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. It's just very, very distracted. Exactly. Yes. That is a okay. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to power attack with this one because it feels dramatically appropriate. So sure. I get uh, minus five to my defense for the next round, um, but my unarmed attack uh, uh, goes up to 66 damage. Mm. If I hit. If you um, hit. Yes. Uh, well, I rolled a 14 plus six, so 20. That absolutely hits. Excellent. All right. Let me just tally that up. Uh, 17. Okay, so um, you take a deep breath and you take some steps back on the roof, giving yourself enough of like a landing strip to take off from. And you settle back into a runner stance, Adam, uh, just preparing yourself. And as your muscles tense and your legs clench in anticipation for this leap, you can feel your vampiric qualities coming to the forefront as all of your muscles begin to constrict and contract in ways that are impossible for a normal human. And as your fingers dig into the tiles of the rooftop, your vision narrows to a pinprick as you see only your target and the blood that's inside of him. And it's as if you are flying as space and time just cease to exist and all of you down on the ground just hear a sound like a gunshot as basically something impacts the uh, giant at high speeds like a bullet to the side of the neck and uh how much damage did you say you rolled 17 17 uh, and uh i'll note that i have four ranks in armor piercing as well Okay, so that's another four points of damage. Good to know. So, um, yeah, there is something that is burrowing into the side of the giant's neck. And, uh, Adam, you are... Uh, just double check. Um, what ability are you using? Is this your ability that lets you heal... Like, is this the one that lets you heal yourself if you're able to deal damage to it? Uh, no, no, I'm not using any special ability. This is just mm. uh, me flying off the building at super mm. speed. Uh, okay. and using feats. 
All right. Really, really hard. Yeah. So you are digging into uh, basically the side of the giant's neck, just trying to find that artery and just tearing through it in this blur of uh, super strong fingers that could rip a phone book in half and a pair of fangs that are just clawing and chewing through dense muscle. And the giant it immediately breaks free of your control, uh, uh, Franklin, as it is howling in pain and just trying to slap up at... It's like a person slapping at this bug that has lodged itself in their neck. And yeah, so despite uh, the world's just spinning around you, Adam, as you are basically being taken for a ride on the most breakneck carnival ride ever. You are still just digging in and just clawing and tearing as much as you possibly can. Wee! Yeah, pretty Wee. much. And then, uh, yeah, top of initiative, it goes to Franklin. Okay. Um, trying to think if there's a way, because, like, I'm still by its feet. I'm wondering if there's, like, a way that I could kind of hamstring this thing so it doesn't mm. move around too much. Because at this point, I think our main concern is that it's going to just start lashing out in all directions and cause, like, massive collateral damage. Mm. Like, I'm wondering, like, could I even attempt something like a trip attack or like a, uh, like a, a hinder attack or something Do like that? Do a rope? <laughs> Do like a steel cord? Well, I was thinking more that I, like, I just slash out one of his tendons and one of his, in his feet. Well, um, I will, uh, if you want to, you're welcome to go with any ideas that you have. It's entirely up to you. I mean, I could also just go over to the other foot, give him the Wraith Touch again and see what happens. Hmm. Uh, which I think I'm actually going to do. Okay. So, yeah, realizing that uh, the giant has kind of snapped out of the daze that it was in, Franklin is going to attempt to, like, hop over to the other foot. Yes. Uh, basically doing the same thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll me, um... Or, yeah, so you have to make a melee attack check, and he has to make a fortitude save, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Does a 13 hit? A 13 does hit, and he okay. rolled really poorly on this save just now. So, um, yeah, you just... Uh, well, first he takes... Sorry, first he takes... First he takes 17 damage. Excellent, okay. okay. And how much did he fail the roll by? Uh, He failed the roll by... Um, DC 40, 17. DC 17, he failed it by three points. By three, okay. Uh, so he is just dazed again. Yes, so you take away his turn again. Oh, man, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's so, a spicy uh, meatball. You can't get crushed by a giant if the giant is too busy contemplating its own mortality. So, Tony, yeah, or sorry, so Franklin, sorry, uh, you um, disengage from its ankle, then leap off of its foot as it begins, like, loosening up, and before it can regain control of itself, you run over to its other foot, quickly find the other artery, and just grab hold of that. And so, yeah, you're just... Uh, yeah, you're trying things out. So far, everything that you're throwing at the wall has been sticking. So this is good. This is, uh, yeah. Uh, well, maybe the situation isn't ideal, but the fact is this is better than what you could have hoped. Yeah, it's uh, at least uh, keeping it occupied. Aha. Uh -huh. And then it is going to go to the Ball of Locusts turn. So I will say that it uh, senses... Uh, the fact that something is going on with uh, one of its swarms. So it is going to actually uh, go down and it is going to engulf both uh, Tony and Quincy. 
as suddenly the both of you are surrounded by a swarm of locusts. And they are going to roll... Well, I will ask the both of you to roll a reflex saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, that is 13. Okay. Uh, 10 on my end. All right. Um, so it is going to roll for some damage. All right. So um, both of you uh, take 10 points of damage before armor from this thing... Uh, so I believe that Quincy, you take seven, and Tony, you don't take any damage. As uh, yeah, both uh, you two are suddenly covered in biting, stinging locusts that are just clawing all over you and trying to get at any inch of square, like square inch of exposed skin that they can get their claws and pincers into. And while the two of you are in this cl uh, this cloud. The both of you are also suffering the effect of an obscure ability. You are both effectively blinded because, you know, uh, you gotta shut your eyes when uh, you are suddenly besieged by swarms of locusts. Tony doesn't. He's wearing the goggle. He's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it counters obscure. It <laughs> does indeed. So yeah, um, yeah. So Tony, basically, you are seeing these bugs. Like a bunch of them are crawling all over the goggle, but. Uh, yeah, uh, this is why you built the goggle, for exactly this kind of circumstance. Tony just goes, I have no other options, and just bellows himself. And they're also trying to bite your skin, but Cyclops' skin is very thick and durable, so it's basically like they're attacking the biggest, densest horse in existence. It just does nothing. A quick question, what's their, the, the rank of, on, on their damage power? Uh, the rank of their damage power is rank four, so two okay. to six. Alright, so, so it is not so low that they hurt themselves on my armor. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. These aren't regular locusts. These are advanced locusts. Yeah, it's not that they're hitting you hard enough that they can feel it. It's that uh, each one of them is hitting you for a minuscule amount, but there are almost a hundred of the, them hitting you simultaneously. So, and then it goes to the giant's turn, but he's paralyzed, so he can't do anything. And then it goes to Quincy again. Uh, don't I get a turn? Oh, I am so sorry. My apologies, Tony. It goes to your turn. Yeah, it's time for Tony to Android 16 these fucking locusts. Yes. I mean... Well, you gotta take your arms off and fire laser beams at them. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, could you remind me what a Cyclops' powers again are? <laughs> well, uh, one of them is being uh, heavily resistant to fire and, and high uh, heat. So, uh -huh. Tony's just gonna go stand next to his forge and... Uh, yeah, and, and uh, just just stoke the, the, the flames again. And, okay. And, uh, just uh, deal all rank 7 damage to, to him and but basically just him and the locusts around him. Okay, would this also affect Quincy? Uh, no, he would make sure that Quincy is far enough away from... Okay. Like, he would, he, would, he would walk away from Quincy while being ineffectively chewed on. Yeah, just all right. casually walking over so... the bellows. So the locusts are following you uh, as you go along, and uh, then they kind of uh, peel off and you walk out of the cloud just as you reach the forge, because there's no way they're getting close to that kind of heat. What they don't know is you can control the forge, so you get the bellows ready, and you begin to stoke the flame, and heat just washes over them. And could I ask you to roll for damage, please? I like to imagine there's like a ball of locusts, and then you just hear like, ping, 
ding, and the ball starts like undulating, and then you start seeing like a little bit of like a little spark in the middle, and then just yeah. ding, 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 the and like locust... the ball, the ball starts light starts peeking out the edges, like it's a fucking uh, like <laughs> well, it's a bellows, so it's more bomb. like this giant brat, like blowing noises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's going to be uh, twenty three damage. Okay. See so. You. Um, yeah, you stoke the flame, and this ball of locusts that had disintegrated to cover you and Quincy, uh, suddenly it feels like half of the swarm is suddenly, like, um, there is the sound of, like, a bunch of thin, high-pitched, like, like, um, a thousand tiny kettles suddenly boiling over as basically just hundreds of locusts begin dropping to the ground, suddenly completely incinerated. And as you watch, the swarm is less than half of the size that it was just a moment ago. And uh, yeah, like you dealt it a staggering amount of damage because um, it normally has damage resistance to almost every type of attack conceivable, except for fire damage. Mm-hmm. Also, uh -oh. the cloud is uh, there for a whole nother round. Uh, Cloud's back. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've uh, moved oh, the cloud. Right, Pray sorry. I don't move it further. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tony takes one damage. <laughs> <laughs> I have no other options. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Tony, you kind of burn your thumb a little bit. <laughs> Ow, you, my thumb. You kind of shake your, so take your finger, you bring it up to your mouth, you just, uh, you know, suck on it a little bit. That's better. You have to, like, wipe a bunch of dead locusts away from your mouth so they don't get in your mouth, and then you're like, mm, oh, ooh, oh, so no, hot. The, you actually well, pinched your thumb in the bellows. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Ah, ooh, ah, ooh. ooh. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you kind of rub it a bit, a little bit, like, test the joint. Yeah, it, it, it won't bruise, but at the same time, it's still kind of, it's it stings. It's really annoying, guys. It sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cody's so, standing in the middle of a firestorm. Ow, my thumb! So, uh, oh, I stubbed it. Ooh, fire so, immolating everything. So while we uh, move away from the turn of Mythos Unit's MVP, uh, why don't we uh, go past the Giants' turn to Quincy? All right. Um, uh, so are all of the... So Quincy's blind, presumably. Yes. Um, and does the fire... Is he able to ward off any of them with the fire hose? Because he's still um, spraying, so... Yeah, tell you what, um, you can use the fire hose. Um, I'm wondering how you could do this. Uh, what kind of role this would be? Uh, what if I just spin in place? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, I would say uh, between the heat that uh, Tony's created and you spinning the fire hose, you can basically cause the swarm to disperse and move locations, and just ensure that you're no longer obscured. Um, yeah, because I can't paralyze. A swarm. Hmm. Oh! <laughs> I'm gonna use speak to animals. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck are the. Okay, like, what's the. What's the what are the. Um, what are the locusts saying? Just like, oh. eat? Um, what's a well, thousand voices constantly saying, like, eat, 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 eat? Yeah, is that all they're all, saying? They, they're they saying two things. One of them, and the other one's, hot, 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 <laughs> you, oh, oops, I turned on my the, the volume too loud and I hear a thousand screams as they're immolated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna speak to, like, I'm gonna speak to animals. Listen but to that for like two seconds. I'm not gonna speak to animals. <laughs> yes, because... I, turn it, I turn it off. 
Um, because they, uh, because they have no fire resistance, everybody that, every single one of the locusts that's saying hot only has the chance to say the word once. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, Quincy's gonna just try to, like, swing the, uh, oh, maybe, you know what? Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's something you could spray, because, like, the thing is, is that if you can fuck with the wings by just getting all of them wet, it probably would make them a bit less effective. But I'm trying to figure out how you do that with a hose. Well, can I, could I? What happens if I point the hose at the ground? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna move, okay, how far away from the, from the, uh, uh, how far away from the fire hydrant am I? Can I say I'm like right beside it? Yeah, yeah. All right, can uh, that. can I just do a super strength, uh, check to just pull the top off? You can certainly try. Okay. Uh, roll me a strength check, and for every rank of super strength you have, you can add four to the result. Okay, uh, so that's 20, so uh, 34. Holy shit. So <laughs> um, you begin. Uh, very calmly walks over to the fire hydrant. One hand. <laughs> so yeah. Quincy, and, and Quincy is just going to like stay, like let the, the water wash over him. So, and essentially like put his body between, use his, like put his body between uh, the right on top of the fire hydrant. So if any of the bugs want to get out of they're going to be sprayed with high pressure water. So Quincy, you go over to the fire hydrant and you're, um, have you ever opened up a fire hydrant before in character? Uh, nope. Okay, so- But I assume that you could, he, he looks at the top and thinks that he can twist it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> give it a twist. Um, yeah, but, cracking a cold one open with the boys. So you begin twisting. And you, but it's not budging. So you begin to pull harder. And then you just maybe think that maybe it's a, a turn and pull upwards at the same time. So you do that and you begin straining and straining and you just begin pulling and pulling and you begin to hear kind of a cracking noise and you wonder what that's about. And then you realize two things simultaneously. Number one, you were supposed to turn in the opposite direction to Lucy. Oh, it was a lefty Lucy. <laughs> and the, yes, and the second thing you realize is that you are not pulling off the cap so much as the entire fire hydrant out of the concrete. Well, I can't see it. I'm currently being attacked by bugs. So. Yes, exactly. I'm just and like, I have suddenly, my eyes closed and I'm pulling. Then there is a boosh. And all of you look over as there is a 50 foot tall geyser of water that has erupted from the ground and is completely deluging everything. And um, Quincy is standing there. I will say that you are like Andy Dufresne at the end of Shawshank Redemption being showered by all of this water. Uh, just completely free of locusts now as you hear all of them or are, do you still speak with animals on? Oh no, I turned that off after okay. I heard the screaming. I was like, nah, yeah. thanks. I'm good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yes, but almost all of the locusts are being just completely waterlogged and are writhing in the ground, uh, on the ground at your feet, basically. Okay, cool. And then uh, Adam, it goes back to you, still lodged in the neck of the giant. All right. Yeah. Wow. This is just complete insanity. <laughs> yup. Oh, chaos upon chaos. Um, hmm. Insanity well, for anybody else. Tuesday for the Mythos unit. <laughs> I guess I'm in the best position that I could possibly be in. So I will simply continue to do what I do best. 
which is try and pummel the living daylights out of something that's about 60 times my size. Uh-huh. Man, this thing is tough. It's taken quite a beating. Uh, let's uh, see what it, how it takes another power attack. Okay. I will rule that this power attack is totally fine because you are directly next probably to its jugular or something similar. Sure. <laughs> trying to find it. The jugular is like the, 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 the thickness of a fire hose. God. Um, there no, it's be... bigger than that. It would probably be about as wide as a person. It's like a sewer. It's like a sewer grate. Or yeah, like, like a manhole. I'd, I'd settle like for a manhole, the, yeah. Yeah, I'd settle for a large nerve, the vagus nerve, something like that. You know. Okay, so you begin. No, I'm not okay. picky. Uh, I'm just gonna start hit? punching your neck, and if your nerve gets in the way, that's your fault. Mm. <laughs> uh, does a 16 hit? Uh, yes, it does. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. So roll me damage, please. Rolling damage. Tallying damage. Uh, well, a little higher than last time. Uh, 24. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's with four points of armor reduction, right? Oh, no, no, it's not. I forgot about that. Thank you. Okay, so total so... 28. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, so I'm just going to do some math on my end. It's a big punch. 66. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you find uh, you're just digging through... Uh, and you are just punching as hard as you can, and you feel your fist connect with so uh, something. It feels kind of rubbery, almost. Ugh. But whatever it is that you punched, suddenly the giant immediately breaks free from your control, Franklin. Like it, um, it is basically like uh, you trying to stand in the way of a full-on avalanche. You cannot hope to hold it back as the giant just goes berserk, as it is just roaring and just reaching up to try and swat at the uh, intruder, but uh, yeah, you are, despite holding on for dear life, you are able to deal a substantial amount of damage to it, Adam. And then uh, Franklin, it is your turn once again. Uh, okay. Um, I get the feeling this thing can't take too much more. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering, like, I'm thinking that might be the best idea is to try and now, like, get it to be in a position where when it does collapse, it doesn't fall into a building. Huh, yeah. So uh, Franklin is going to kind of try and sort of like climb up the like I'm assuming there's like vines and stuff that he can grab onto. Uh, on the building? No, on the the giant. Um, like because you said it was covered in like dirt and moss and other sort of stuff. Well, like that. dirt, yes, but not plant life. Okay, well, it's still something that I can, you know, like... Oh, you can... Claw. There are def... Yeah, like, its skin is rough enough, and it is big enough that you could definitely find some footholds. All right, so I am trying... So I basically climb up to the back of the the knee, more or less, where it is, and okay. uh, I'm going to attempt to wraith punch like it. Free-bouldering on its skin crags? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, that's awful. So, um, roll me an athletics check with advantage... <laughs> To scale the calf of a rampaging giant. Okay. As Shadow of the Colossus intensifies. Uh, that was with disadvantage, right? Yes, yeah, so roll twice and give me the worst of the two. Okay, so that is... Give me a second to figure out what these rolls are. Uh, oh, athletics is... Oh, I have points in athletics! Hooray! Uh, mm -hmm. so that is 19 and... Uh, 17. That'll do it. So, nice. uh, yeah... Your stamina meter, meter does not run out as you are able to dig your claws into the rough skin of the giant and just using your sharpened claws as 
natural, you know, sort of, uh, Basically you know, titans, more or less. <laughs> yes, exactly. You are just digging in and clawing your way up one handhold at a time, making your way to the back of its knee. And he's like, Franklin gets up to the knee and he's just completely gassed because he was not expecting to have to climb, like, you know, 10 feet vertically. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, please go down. And, uh, yeah, now I'm going to try and wraith punch it in the back of the knee. Sure, go ahead. Holy shit, that's a natural 20. Ooh, baby. Ooh. Hey, yo. Um, tell you what, just roll me, um, is, is this deal damage to it? Uh, this is to hit, yes. To hit, okay. Um, roll me another, uh, 2d10 and tell me what you get. Uh, raw total is a seven. Okay, so no additional effect aside from the damage, but you still, uh, deal double damage to it. Uh, it's roll twice and take the, the higher of the two, correct? Um... You, uh, actually, it is either roll twice and add it together, or roll once and multiply it by two. Okay, uh, so that is... 11 plus 6 is 17, so times 2, that is 20... 34 damage. Okay. Uh, and he's got to roll a fortitude save. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm not sure that the fortitude save will have done much. Um, even if he succeeded. Um, so, Harry, describe how you take this thing down. All right, so what Franklin does is, uh, so he manages to climb up to the back of the knee, just yes. absolutely gassed, and he just goes, oh, please work. And he's going to take his, like, hand, have it corporally go into the knee. Uh-huh. And he just starts, like, feeling around for something springy and just kind of tugs on it and just pulls on one of the tendons, just bringing it down to its knees. Uh, okay. Well, once again, the specter of, like, mortality dawns on this thing. And I have to imagine just between that and the sheer, like, thing that it just basically collapses face first. So, yeah, um, as it is spinning around, now starting to get, like, real juice in its system now that your previous uh, Wraith Touch wore off, um, yeah, you grab it, reaching into its knee, and you find something taut and springy. You dig your claws into it, and you yank. And this thing just, it immediately collapses to its other leg, just trying to keep its footing. But as it is falling forward, you just keep pulling, and that combined with the uh, blood it's losing from Adam's injury that was dealt to it, um, like, it's just... It, you didn't know it was possible for a giant to start hyperventilating, but you can just hear it panting for breath and panicking as, as you said, its own mortality begins to creep in on it. And yeah, as it tries to claw forward, you give it another yank, the giant's weight collapses from underneath it as its foot slips in all of the water that is rapidly spilling across the plaza and it just collapses forward and hits its head on the fountain in the center of the plaza there is a crack of stone as it just gives itself a concussion as it just full on uh, impacts uh, the fountain with its temple and it just lies half in the fountain half out as water spills out all around it still breathing but very much unconscious guy had a bad day yeah yep. no kidding go uh, team and uh, yeah, I guess that is my turn. Okay. Um, and I would actually. So he like he crawls out from behind the thing and he goes, "Lavender, you all right?" 
Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thanks for okay. the assist. So, yeah, there is a squelching noise, and Adam just kind of pops his head out. And, Adam, you are coated in blood from head to toe. Like, being this close next to a giant's, um, you know, jugular artery, covered in blood as you are, this is the wet dream of almost any vampire alive right now. Uh, well, good thing there's a open fire hydrant not too far away. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, and... yeah, Qu yeah, Quincy is essentially just like, as everyone's chatting, Quincy's just... <laughs> yeah, so, Quincy, I will say that, uh, with, um, like, you see that an, all of the locusts are trying to crawl towards a singular point away from the fire hydrant. Like, almost as if gathering around one specific sort of spot. They're bedraggled and they're still waterlogged, but they're still trying to crawl away. It's time for them to form in to take the form of Nasty Man. Hmm. <laughs> Also, it is, um, yeah, but before we get to that, um, yeah, that was, so, okay, and then it goes to Tony's turn. What is there still to deal with? Uh, the locusts. They seem to be, uh, congregating. Yes, they seem to be, like, a certain point outside of the deluge of water, and they're trying to gather around a single point, it looks like. Are there any vulnerable squishy humans at that point? Uh, no, there are not. All right, that point is now on fire. Okay, um, so, uh, uh yeah. Reflect save for half damage? Um, okay. Let's see here. There's gonna be like a locust lord who's gonna be like, Aha! You may have defeated the first wave of my children, but now- Oh god! Ah, I, saw, I, I summoned into it! Oh god! <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, Tony, yeah, you create another, um, wave of fire over that area that they are attempting to, uh, yeah. Um, that they're attempting to congregate in. And, uh, yeah, so there is just another sound of flame, like, rushing through the area. And, yeah, immediately there are more screams as uh, locusts are desperately, like, jumping out of the flames. Most of them are fully incinerated, but there are, there is, like, um, a softball-sized mound that flies out of the cloud, uh, shedding dead and dying insects as they're trying to insulate something at its core with pure desperation. And yeah, as it goes to your turn, Quincy, the ball rolls over near your feet, and you can see that out of the, like, there are maybe, uh, like, it's a ball of about 50 or so locusts, and out of the middle is wriggling, like, a slightly larger, bright green locust with long antennae. It's Boogie ah, Boogie, I knew it this whole time. Mm. <laughs> it starts breaking out into song. Ah, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. We can't attack it during a musical number. <laughs> yeah, that's its monologue ability. Uh huh. Uh, okay. Um, can I walk up to it? Yeah. I'm gonna walk up to the locust swarm and uh, I'm gonna try to Miyagi that individual bug out of it. <laughs> um, sure. Roll, roll me a melee attack check. All right. Or a luck check. <laughs> I don't know. This would fall under my luck control ability, unfortunately, because I am attacking. Well, I mean. In uh, the original Karate Kid, uh, you know, Daniel plucks the fly out of midair, and Miyagi says, beginner's luck, so... Alright, um, that is a 16. Uh, yeah, so as the locust is just trying to, uh, just... It spreads its wings, flicks them once to get water off, and then just takes to the air. You immediately pluck it out of thin air and have it trapped between, uh, thumb and forefinger as it is wriggling in your grip. 
All right, uh, I'm gonna use, if you don't mind, uh, I'm gonna use speak with animals, and I'm gonna look at it and say, hello. And so, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you hear- Oh, uh, you have delved into matters you cannot possibly understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah, so you it say- It is I, baby, the bub. And the wriggling locust uh, says, Human, you have defeated me, the Swarm Queen, in combat. Release me, and I shall fulfill whatever wishes at your command. I can release my swarms, and they can lay waste to your enemies and their crops. Um, could could you please not? In fact, could you stop attacking people? I would prefer that, honestly. Can um, I wish for that? Do I have to say I wish? I can say it. How many wishes do I get? Are um, you a genie? <laughs> if you wish for me to stop, I suppose that is an option. Yes. Um, you see Quincy like rubbing his temple. Um, uh, be gone from this place. Uh, Very well. Terry, Human. no longer. Uh, well, he like looks at everybody else like. Uh, I mean, we're just <laughs> looking at you like making sort of like locust noises towards this locust. So we're like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Um, maybe, maybe use the dream catcher. Uh, and, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> Quincy, <laughs> Quincy's like, oh wait, Quincy pulls out a dream catcher, just like, no, okay. And so, <laughs> human, I promise I shall do no such other things. Now, do not smush me. And then suddenly, it is in the dream catcher. Quincy holds it up, holds it up like high, and then like gives everybody a thumbs up. Got it. Uh, the locusts still around? Like, what are they doing now? Um, yeah, all of the locusts that are not drowned or dead or dying are kind of like just, um, yeah, weakly just, they seem to be just mindless, non-controlled locusts that are just kind of, a few of them are maybe hopping around as they're kind of cleaning their wings, but they are no longer malicious or anything like they're, that. They're back to being normal locusts, I assume. Yeah. Uh-huh, and you hear groaning noises from the other side of the plaza as the guy who is still being attacked by locusts kind of gets to his feet. He is covered with insect bites, and, like, he looks like a freaking mess. As but he's, he's not just, dead. He's not dead, no, but he looks horrible, pretty much. And he just, uh, yeah, staggers over to the hood of a nearby car, leaning against it for support, and, oh, God, uh, I need a bloody pint. What you need to do is get off the streets and wait until the power gets back on. Right, right. And it's at this point that you guys then hear more uh, noises from nearby as there is a, like, some sort of, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like um, a crashing, almost a collapsing noise that is coming from Scotland Yard. And... Uh -oh. Franklin, yes. uh, you feel that same prickling sense of terror come over you that you have felt so many times before. Son of a bitch. All right. Um, Tony, do you still have the, uh, not the, the master ball, but the high level dream catcher that we have? Uh, uh, no, Tony doesn't carry any, any dream catchers. No. Who's got the high level one? Then? Well, Tony can't because if he touches one. Oh, he... right. Yes, of course. So who's got the, like, not the master ball, but the, uh, like, the higher level one? Because we need something to contain the giant. I I assume one of one of you has okay. it. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, so I toss it over to Lavender. Well, Lavender's the fastest. So yeah, yeah. I basically, I toss it over to him and I say, 
um, secure the giant and, like, catch up with us when you're ready. And we basically, like, and then we beat feet back to Scotland Yard. As uh, you're Bob beginning... probably also grab the harpies. Oh, those two. As um, you are beginning... Uh, I assumed you... they were dead, honestly. Okay, so going over to the harpies, like, they are still, like, moving around. Like, some of them, they weakly croak as they are just trying to drag themselves along. But smoke is still rising up for them. They are very, uh, very singed, basically. And so you use the dream captures and scoop all three of them, or the both of them up, because one of them got away. And then, Adam, you uh, dismount the giant and using your um, upgraded dream catcher, you, uh, yeah, suck that one up into the the great ball as opposed to the master ball. Hmm. And it's as you're preparing to go back to Scotland Yard that suddenly you guys hear something else coming from the opposite direction. Uh, it sounds like gunfire this time but Ooh. as you it, it's far off in the distance but you know for a fact that the direction that those noises are coming from is myth town and it's exactly mm. at this point that a small silver sparrow uh wings its way through uh the plaza and land like begins hovering in front of tony tony you hold your hand out it alights on your finger and it begins to speak in hespero's voice Mythtown is under attack. We need your help. And I think that it's at this point that we can call it for tonight's session. Okay. So, um, the situation is, is intensifying as suddenly the team find themselves with a bit of a quandary uh, as they are caught between helping two very important locations. And I suppose we'll have to see what happens... Uh, as of our next session so listeners thank you all very much for sticking with us up until now and we will see what happens next time as the situation continues to intensify but yeah anyway uh have yourselves a fantastic night stay safe and we'll see you all again soon hey everyone thanks for listening you can find us on tumblr at listen to these nerds.tumblr.com or on twitter at lttncast all our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.